1: Welcome to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's
0: up everyone? This is Miguel, and we are thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to our podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming week after week uh, to check out our podcast. We want to let you know to hit that subscribe button if you are not subscribed on Apple or Spotify. You can subscribe to us on YouTube and check out our visuals there each and every week. We have been releasing episodes every week right and even on those weeks and days where we have things happening we Mm -hmm. like plan ahead and we do all that so definitely go and check out those episodes if you you know went away over the summer and you missed one or two here and there go back check them out and you know let us know what you think
1: yeah and you know like always uh interact with us on the socials look at the reels look at the shorts um and you know just keep sharing the love with us
0: yeah for sure i mean today we have an interesting topic i think it's a topic that a lot of people can relate to because we've all experienced it you Mm. know what i mean or are experiencing it or will experience it right (laughs) the idea of the funk right like being in a funk being in a place where you're like irritable uncomfortable Mm. unmotivated kind of you know lacking drive just blah You know what I mean? So today we want to talk about fighting the funk. Yeah. Right? Not um, you know, the funk when someone doesn't smell the way they should be smelling, (laughs) right? I mean we can't Um, do an episode. We can talk about that, right? But um but fighting that funk, how do you fight, you know, feeling unmotivated Mm. or, you know, not having a passion for something or just feeling down and discouraged and disappointed and all those feelings that we all will feel at one mm. point or another.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for everyone is a little different. There are people that, um, experience that dark cloud or, um, those negative feelings sporadically, um, and sparse in between, like maybe like once or twice a year, They'll like maybe get like in a weird headspace. Um, then there are people that are dealing, dealing with it a little bit more often than others. Um, and I think that it, there, there, there are a lot of different options out there, but all those options don't work for everyone. Yeah. And I think that's why there's a lot of different options. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think it depends, too. Like, I'm trying to think, like, me personally, if I ever find myself in... I think the, the best thing is if I ever find myself, like, in, like, just, like, in that funk, um, laughing whether it is putting on a show or a comedy special or like the kids will sometimes do something like silly that will be like hilarious. And Mm then me and like my wife talking about it, then we'll start like dying laughing Mm -hmm. also, um, friends just like things in general. Like I think laughter and joy, um, are definitely good ways to take yourself out of that funk. So, like, if you have a favorite, you know, sitcom that you love to watch from, like, back in the day, yeah, um, you know, now with all these streaming platforms and YouTube and all that, you can find an episode of whatever um, and try to, like, take yourself out of the funk that way. Um, that That's a good temporary, like, high, quoting uh, Stacey Arrico, uh, to to, like, get you out of that zone to then maybe, like, give you that little push to then jump into something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's hard, though, because everything you're saying is very much the fighting part of it, you know what I mean? Mm. Because I think it's easy sometimes when we're in that funk to not want to laugh, you know? And you need to kind of, like you do, put something on. Like, you need Mm. to actually do something in Mm. order to get that laughter and that joy. And I think a lot of times it's so easy to just stay in the funk, right? Mm -hmm. To stay in those feelings, stay in how we're, you know, feeling emotionally and dwell in that for a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes the fighting part. It takes that step that you take to actually get out of that space that you are in, whether it is, you know, going out to be with your family, you know what I mean? Putting on a show, getting up out of bed and doing something, you know what I mean? So I think, you know, there are people that deal with stuff differently, you know what I mean? And they will stay, Locked away in their bed, in their room They won't come out You know, people literally you know, we'll stay in darkness, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? No lights on and just kind of like, you know, dwell in it that way. And I think, like you said, it's so crucial to get yourself out of that space. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in order to get yourself out, you literally have to do something and fight through the feelings of, I don't want to, you know what I mean? You may not want to laugh when you're feeling these things. You may not want to be around people when you're like this. And sometimes it takes for you to literally get yourself in that space, get yourself Mm -hmm. out, right. Of, you know, that kind of, you know, vibe and that energy and put yourself into more positive space, you know, and that takes work. You know what I mean? That's not always the easiest thing to do when you're not feeling like it.
1: Yeah. And I think that, uh, um, a big role in that is being self-aware and Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, because I feel like when the, the funk is approaching, it's like creeping up on you type of a thing. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not like one minute I'm laughing and then yep. the next minute Good. I'm not laughing. Yeah. Um, so you got to have to like kind of be like self-aware when you're like maybe you woke up and you were feeling a, what you would maybe consider yeah, maybe a little groggy or maybe like a little lazy. That's really like the first like red flags for, I don't know, like a funk is coming. Um. And then kind of like trying to like preempt that by being like, you know what? My routine today like looking at yourself, like my routine today is like very simple. I'm going to go to work and then I go home. I don't really, I'm not really doing anything. Um, exciting. Let me throw something in there for after work Yeah. where it's like, you know, don't allow yourself where even if let's say that you spend that whole eight hours at work feeling funky, you have something that's going to switch up your schedule and switch up your mood after work that will then hopefully, you know, help you like like shake you out of that, um, you know. So there is a level of self awareness that's happening. I think communication is also important too. Where if you're married or you have close friends or you're really close to your siblings, that you're able to, like to communicate that as well and be like, you know what, today I was feeling really funky. And I think that if you are a friend or a loved one that is hearing that someone else is telling you that it is your responsibility to try to contribute to getting them out of that headspace. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that that's something that, Oh, bendito, I'm sorry that you feel that way and that you keep with your life. I think that, if someone is communicating to you that they're having a bad day or they're having a day where they're feeling down like having that conversation with them like finding out like is there anything specific that happened that is making you feel that way is it just stuff in general do you not know there's times that you have no idea why like it's just like this weird thing that just like kind of settles over you um you know and then like having those conversations sometimes prayer is important as well sometimes you have to like be like let's go for a drive let's have dinner together let's facetime like there's things that you can do where you know It's not that big of an inconvenience for you as the friend, but will mean a lot for the person that is feeling that way.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's important that you highlight the fact that there are people that get into these funks and they don't know why. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or it's hard to really pinpoint exactly when... It started happening or what happened that got them to this, to feel this way. And a lot of times, like you said, it's a buildup of things. It doesn't happen just you wake up one morning and it's there. You know what I mean? I feel like there are little things that may happen before that moment that contributed to your body reacting that way. A Mm -hmm. lot of times it's literally your body, your Mm -hmm. brain, your mind, right? Like going through it. And then there are moments where you really need to stop and identify, you know, what led me here? What Mm. brought me here? What were the little things that maybe I just ignored and didn't pay too much mind to that now I find myself in this space where I'm very down and out? Mm. You know, so you have to be able to identify those things that are bringing you, you know, the root issue, right? What is that root issue that's bringing me to this place where? I'm unmotivated and lacking drive and strength to kind of pick myself up, Mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of times it could, you could easily pinpoint, you know what it was on this day. It started and that day. And then the day, and then today I'm just, I think everything's hitting me, you know, it's important to identify those things. But then there are times where it's almost like you can't like, everything's going pretty great right now. Mm -hmm. Everything's good. Like, I don't know, you know what it is, you know? And then that's where it becomes that element where it's balancing is this also like a spiritual thing? Yeah. Is this a spiritual attack that I'm experiencing that I need to shake off? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like everything is going pretty well right now. And this just came out of left field yeah. and being able to identify when things come at you that way. And it's literally an attack of the enemy to kind of get you down. Right. Um, and identify those moments where it's almost like, okay. I need to shake this off, Mm. you know, I need to go for that walk, I need to pray, I need to put on some music, I need to get myself out of this space, right, Um, so we all kind of deal with it differently, because its roots are always different, you know, for some people this is such a familiar thing, they constantly find themselves in this kind of cycle of feeling this way, and then for others it's something that comes every now and then, right, and then another group of people it's something that they never really experienced that when they do they don't know really how to handle it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think it's important like you said speaking to somebody about it and you know if you're that person that's you know being told right that you know your friend your wife your husband is in this funk is feeling this way and you don't know how to respond to that or don't know how to be there for them it's important to ask Mm -hmm. right ask and if you're the partner that's basically saying that you're feeling this way, right, make sure if you're not getting what you're supposed to be getting that you let them know yeah. like how they can help you, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like a lot of times people, they find themselves in that awkward situation where someone is like, you know, pouring out their life story to you mm-hmm. and pouring out their feelings and crying and all this stuff. And you're there like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, and we can find ourselves in that place like we don't know what to do, what to say. We can't really relate to it. We don't know mm. how to answer it. All these things. And we're just like, Yeah, like, you know, and then we try to like change the subject, like hoping to make it better and that actually makes it worse yeah, yeah. It and all of that. Dismissive. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's one of those things where you may need to be told what to do or even ask, you know, mm. like, how can I be there for you? Yeah. How can I make this better? How can I help you? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think that goes a long way.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, they they're like maybe the, like I was thinking if you're someone who you find yourself going through this a lot, you know, maybe it's important to number one, seek professional help. I think that's a given. You know, you speak to a doctor, you speak to uh, a therapist, a counselor, just to see maybe there's some tools that they can give you to to yeah. help you in those moments where you're feeling the funk or you feel it creeping. Um, but I also think that if you're someone who has this frequently, you need to create a list, mm-hmm. have a list in your phone of things that are options for you to get you out of that funk so whether it is read a book see a show go for a walk facetime a friend maybe you know go get that that you you know your favorite dish that you don't really get a lot maybe that steak and potatoes will make you feel better you know what i mean um and that'll also help you so that if you ever find yourself in a situation where somebody's like you know what do i do you could be like, you know what, just pick something from this list and let's yeah. let's try to see if anything works. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's times where there's nothing. There's you just literally should just they can maybe just need some time alone or just sitting down next to the person and just being in the room is good enough for that person as well. Cause I think that there are moments where there isn't anything to do. Like mm-hmm. there, there there isn't a remedy. There isn't a solution. It's kind of like it's a wave that you gotta kind of let pass. So then be present for the person as they go through those motions
0: yeah and i think it's important to like you said create that list and sometimes you have to like physically do things Mm. you know what i mean so like take your phone out you know if if that works and go to like your calendar and put things on your calendar you know get a calendar write stuff down and i think it's important to to do that to have things that you are looking forward to yeah and even in that it's important to balance that out correctly because then Mm. you don't want it to be that every time you feel a certain thing you go to this one remedy right Mm -hmm. or this one thing where then it becomes the act of like escapism where i feel this way so i'm gonna go get you know the chinese food i love i'm gonna (laughs) go get the ice cream that i like and i'm gonna go get this that the third i'm just gonna sit down and and then we do that two to three times a week
1: right because then
0: we're we're not solving our problem we're just trying to escape right and eventually that gets tiring you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and that doesn't work but the idea of looking forward to something i think is different you know what Mm -hmm. i mean looking forward to a special event that you're going to with your family on a weekend looking forward to you know what after work on friday i'm just gonna take my kids we're gonna go to the pool we're gonna go to the beach we're gonna do this we're gonna do that That is you looking forward to something, you know what I mean? And that actually helps you in those Mm -hmm. moments to have that, you know, and then the question is, are you looking forward to it because you're ignoring the problem? You get Mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of override that or are you looking forward to it because it's going to add to kind of that fulfillment to that Mm -hmm. joy that then that joy, fulfillment, passion, drive kind of overpowers the negative feelings that you're going through. So I think it's all about the motivation behind why you're doing the things that you enjoy Mm -hmm. doing in those times.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's a group of people that find themselves feeling this way. Like we mentioned before, kind of like there isn't a particular reason. Um, It's just, unfortunately, this is maybe something that they deal with. Um, uh, But then there are other people that I think a lot of people find themselves in these situations Um, mainly mostly because they're dissatisfied with their life, whether it's career choice or where they find themselves financially, or maybe they don't find themselves around the people they wish they would be around. Um, and I think that when it is those reasons and you can't really make that big career change move at the moment, like you can't just like, like, you know, I quit and I'm going to go, you know, do whatever I'm going to do. Um, then it's kind of like, all right, I can't make that big jump now. But what's a small little step I can do to then start shifting this situation for me? Yeah. So if you're someone who is very dissatisfied with your job and every day you go to work and you're sitting at your cubicle or in your office and you're like, oh, this place is sucks. And Trash. I'm not happy. The people here are like, I don't know, like you have all these <laughs> descriptive words uh, for the <laughs> colorful words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it's kind of like, all right. So then what can you do today to start changing that? Mm -hmm. So is it that you need to start throwing resumes out there? Or maybe is it that you should sign up for something? Maybe you need to sign up for a course, or maybe you should watch a video that's going to help you, you know, move towards a new career path. Or, you know, maybe you need to speak to a mentor. Maybe you need to maybe even speak to someone at your job about it as well. Um, You know, there are little things that you can do that kind of makes you feeling makes you feel like you know what I'm taking a baby step. Yeah. You know because the baby steps matter. Yeah. Sometimes you can't take that big leap. Sometimes you have to take that big leap. Um uh, you know, but it's really like trying to cultivate ways and options for you where you start to feel like, you know what? I need to start making some changes. You mm-hmm. know, if you're someone who you feel that way maybe because of your appearance, then it's kind of like, you know what? Maybe I need to Buy a new shirt. Maybe is it I need to, you know, maybe instead of taking the elevator, I'll walk them stairs today. Yeah. Or like there's little things. Like everybody has their 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 thing that mm-hmm. really like brings that that funk over them. And it's kind of like understanding, like, you know what, I gotta do something about it. Whether it's yeah. a baby step, baby step it'll be.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important the idea of, you know, recognizing the steps you need to take, but also recognizing are the things that you're doing you know bringing you that joy mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can be involved in things that you necessarily don't like doing and i'm not really talking about job or career i'm saying more like the extracurricular stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you may be doing things that you're just like i really don't enjoy doing this but i've just i've done it for so long or it's just a pattern it's just a habit it's kind of what we do it's what i'm involved in right so what do you enjoy doing and trying to find those things that you actually enjoy doing you yeah. know and recently it's funny i had this Um, I want to say a few months ago this moment where I was thinking about this question too like what are things that I enjoy doing what are things that you know um, kind of like those extracurricular things that I can do in the summer that's Mm. not ministry related that's not school work related right and I had to ask myself, you know, and think back to my childhood and what I enjoyed doing as a child, Mm. you know, and as a child, I remember always like bike riding. I remember like, you know, I had like three different type of skateboards. I had rollerblades. I had scooter, like all these different things. And I loved doing that, you know, and then I remember it was like a month, like right before my birthday. Um, I looked up like this roller skating rink and did this whole thing and whatever. And, um, and no, you guys went Mm -hmm. and then we went for my birthday and then we went like for like other things after that. And like, we went a few times over the summer and it's something that then I got like different people involved in. Like I got you guys to go, I got my parents to go, Mm -hmm. my brother to go and you know, our family and it became a thing, you know? And it's funny because it was something that. Then when we planned it for the next time, it was like something that we were looking forward to. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And something simple, nothing crazy and out of this world. But I had to remember, like, what was something I did as a child that brought me joy? And it may take for you to have to go back, you know, and think, you know, as a kid, what did I do that I enjoyed doing? You know, life was so much different. Life was so much easier. Life was so much better, right? Everyone says, what was I doing as a kid that brought me that joy, that fun in life? And it may be something so silly and so insignificant to you, but how can you then bring that to life as an adult now or as a young adult, as a teenager? You know what I mean? And for me, it was that, you know, and the idea of, you know, going out to, you know, rollerblade, roller skate and bringing other people along and then, you know, doing that um, definitely brought me joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's something that it's something we look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's something we talk about. When are we going to go? When are we, we got to do that again? We got to find a different spot. We can go here, go there. And again, it's just my problems didn't go away. You know what <laughs> I mean? We all have problems, you know, our issues didn't go away, but it's, again, it's something that it helps you find that outlet, helps yeah. you find that joy And just that kind of rest, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because like we said, work will always be there. Mm -hmm. You know, ministry stuff will always be there. People will always be people. You can Mm -hmm. always count on them. You know (laughs) what I mean? To be people, people. (laughs) you know? But how can we then... Elevate every other area of our life, mm-hmm. you know, the fun of our life and the positivity of our life that will then spill over into those areas. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's not like I'm stressed at work, stressed over here, stressed at church, stressed with people, stressed with my friends. And then I'm stressed by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then because I'm stressed by myself, I'm stressed with them. It stressed just right. Mm-hmm. And then that cycle continues. So you have to be able to find what's fun for you and then go after it you know what i mean go after it and that will help get you out of that place of mm-hmm. just feeling like everything's a routine it's the same thing every day and you know again involving other people mm-hmm. that are there that are your people to just help uplift you and get you out of that and like i said they may have never done it before or never thought that this would be fun to them or that they would enjoy it, but they try it, they love it and now it's a thing yeah you know what i mean so sometimes you just have to
1: do it just yeah chase and it. i think i think that that's important where a lot of times inadvertently we have a ripple effect that affects the same way that your funk and your cloud can affect the people around you negatively doing that one different thing affects them positively yeah as well you know because before we went roller skating uh for the first time uh rollerblading for the first time eh, we actually did both <laughs> <laughs> um it was like 10, 11 years the last time that Mm -hmm. I had done that also. Um, And I think that like, if we went around the the circle, it was like people haven't done in over a decade. Yeah. Some people almost two decades of not really doing these type of things And you know, it's, and it's even like using that as the analogy of how you get out of the funk. Is important because we went ahead and did it. Everybody was feeling wobbly and not everyone was 100% confident. Mm-hmm. We kind of went in and everybody was kind of slow getting their footy. But by the end of the night, people were jiving. The DJ was going in. We were for the most part, as comfortable as we can be. And then the next time you went, the same thing. It was like the second time we went, all of a sudden, it wasn't that that, that little wobbly stage in the beginning was a lot smaller than the first yeah. time. And it's like, everybody's going fast and now we're having competition. and Now we're trying to mm-hmm. see who can go faster. And I think that that's how it affects you um, mentally, emotionally, spiritually as well That once you start doing things um, To get yourself out of the fuck It'll start off wobbly like that It'll start off not 100% sure You kind of feel like you're going to fall But then once you get that footing right It becomes so much more easier to get out of that
0: yeah. So. And when you have people around you, yeah. know what I mean, because I feel like if I would have went by myself and if you would have went by yourself and yeah, our yeah. people would have went by themselves individually, they would have been like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But then you go and you have people motivating you and hyping you up and encouraging you. And it kind of almost forces you to just like push yep. through and get out of that. And that's, you know, a point right there, because like you said earlier, you're funk mm-hmm. right affects other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the same way when someone isn't smelling good, <laughs> everyone <laughs> around them can smell it and there's yes. a problem. You yeah, know, yeah. although I s- promise you there are people that can't smell because don't. they yes. But that's a whole different we'll talk uh, about that in a, a hygiene episode, Yeah, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it and yes. I can feel it. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't know what to do, right? When mm-hmm. you're in that space where it's like, this person's acting so weird. Like, why? almost like, why'd you come? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, why are you here? This is how yeah, you're yeah. going to be, you know? And you try to get them out of that mm-hmm. and you try different things. But if they're just not receptive and open, it's almost like, okay, <laughs> moving on, you know? So it's also being aware that people can pick up on how you're yeah. feeling and people can pick up, you know, I don't want to be super sound new agey, but like on your aura, you know what I mean? Oh, like God, people, say that. I <laughs> <laughs> people can, can, your vibe. can feel that, you know, vibes well, is all energy. You can say, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We don't want to be low vibrational, yeah, you know, yeah. but no, it's the idea that people can pick up on those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that and, it's also
1: important and maybe sounds a little messed up, what I'm about to say, but if you're someone who is committed to being in your funk like you have made the decision Mm. that there is nothing that's going to take me out of this funk today i want to do the whole 24 hours right don't put yourself in a position to then damper the mood for other people yeah because because of the fact that they care for you and because of the fact that you're radiating that od they're going to try to make an effort to make you feel better but if you are committed to staying in there that nothing that they'll do will take you out of that funk it's kind of like yeah you should have taken these 24 hours to like really like Just be in your feelings and then tomorrow we'll hang out Um, because I think that's important because it kind of like messes up the experience for everybody else. You know, the people that are trying to like get you out of that that mood, they're not able to have a good time. They're not able to enjoy themselves either. And it kind of like you messed it up for everybody. And that sounds horrible. But I think that that is a very important thing to say where it's different if you're feeling funky, you're kind of not in a good mood, like in a good headspace today. But you want to go out because you want to try. You want to really try to shake it off. Absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who is committed to staying in that mind space for that day, stay home.
0: Yeah, and the people who are committed to staying that way. Mm-hmm you know, the difference, you know, when someone is trying and you know, when someone is, is, is trying to put their best foot forward, trying to get out of that space and it's hard for them, but they're trying and you know, they may have a moment or two and, and you have that grace, you know, we should have that grace with people to give it to them and extend that grace to them where it's like, I know this is hard for you. I know this is not comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. Whatever. you know, that's important. But when you are committed to staying that way, you know, be committed to stay in that way if you want, but don't drag everybody with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be bold enough, wise enough, you know, caring enough to make that decision. Mm. If this is... If you know yourself and you know that you're going to want to stay this way for whatever reason, then you don't want to drag everybody else with you. Yeah. Because eventually what will happen is people will get tired of trying to get you out of that. People Mm. will get tired of, you know, Oh, here he goes again here. Here she goes again. All right. Um, I will go talk to her. Then it's like, no, you talk to this time. I'm not, I last time I did that. Right. And it be, that's what it becomes. And it becomes this thing that it's exhausting And the same way. It may be exhausting for you to keep this up, You know, for whatever reason, it's exhausting for the people around you to have to constantly feel like you're in this space and they have to take you out of it. Now, if there are conversations that happen and your people are aware that this is an issue and your people are aware Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's a conversation that everyone's aware that this is how you're feeling and this is what's happening and this is a part of your personality and character, then that's great that everyone's aware of it, but now how are we going to grow? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How are we going to grow from here? Maybe your friends need to hold you a little more accountable. And cause it could be the opposite. You know, you could be in that funk all the time and your friends could constantly call you to do something. And it's always no, because you're just not feeling up to it. Eventually they may stop calling you because yeah. of that, you know, but if they're good friends, they may still call you mm-hmm. because maybe one day you'll say yes to going. But at the same time, a conversation may need to happen where we say, You know, this is not okay. Yes. You know, you need to get up. You need to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, they just be like, like, I'm showing up. Get Ready. Regardless
1: if you want to go or not we out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I was watching this uh, show recently and there was a scene where that was happening. This person had lost their leg Mm -hmm. and um, in a plane crash and they uh, were just in that space for months, Mm -hmm. you know, and the people around them kind of knew that like would try they were being very combative very mean because of what they went through you know yeah but after a while it took for that person's partner to basically be like go into the room and ask if they wanted to go they said no and they went off on them and said, you are getting up out of this bed. They took the covers off. They mm-hmm. grabbed them by the hand. They, and sometimes that's what you yes, may need to do to your friend, to your loved one. Mm. You know, this is not OK. We are not staying in this place anymore. You need mm. to get out of this depressive state, get out of this anxious state, get out of this moment because you you, you need to try. You yep. need to try taking steps forward. You need to try moving. We need to work past this, you know, and sometimes it's literally just that step you take to get up and out Mm -hmm. that will start a snowball effect and will start for you to then feel like I can do this. You know what I mean? It just takes that first step.
1: Yeah. And I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you don't want to be in that funk. The people around you don't want to be in that funk. So it's kind of like trying to find the best way to help each other through the situation and yeah. I, you know today is me tomorrow is you so i am going to put the effort to try to make sure that i can do whatever i can to help you uh, because i would expect that the same thing in return yeah. and each situation is different also what worked the last time doesn't necessarily mean is going to work the next time but this is where communication is key this is where having strong relationships and bonds with people is important um and just take it one step at a time. You know, unfortunately we're human and with being human comes all the great stuff, you know, that human beings can do, but also all the negative stuff that come with that as well. And I think that at the end of the day, you know, prayer is always important and key in everything that you do. And sometimes you just need that where it's just like, you know, you call somebody, but like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of feeling funky. Can you just like pray for me real quick? Um, and then something that's, you know, it's a little yep. things. It's never yep. it's not always, you know, this big elaborate thing you have to do. Let's fly to Greece and get on a hot air balloon and travel <laughs> across the Mediterranean. It doesn't have to be all right. of that. That would be nice though if anybody wants to do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, sometimes it's just a simple thing. Yep. And at the end of the day, you know, the the biggest thing The biggest takeaway is that we really encourage everyone to fight the funk.
0: Absolutely. So thank you once again for tuning in today. We want to tell you Mm -hmm. to follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, God Life Culture Podcast. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out our visuals on there. And we will be be back (laughs) for a brand new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast every Monday. Yes, you can count on that.
1: Yeah, so thank you once again for tuning into the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time, see ya! Bye.